ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. As my voice was breaking, so was my sanity. This is the painter and sculptor David Bromley speaking, which might surprise you because his work looks so joyous and playful. Lots of colour, smiling faces on the canvas, children, birds, butterflies. But the artist's own life, as happens sometimes, is much more complex and darker at moments. A new film, Bromley, Light After Dark, takes us into that world. But let's hear it from the man himself. David Bromley, welcome to Life Matters. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really interesting to to look at the trailer of the movie, look at the movie and uh, and chat to you and read a bit about your life. You grew up in Adelaide and then southeast Queensland, did a lot of surfing. Yes. When did you yes. first realise that art might be your path? Um, well, I didn't really realise anything. I think that was probably the um, greatest challenge in my life. I mean, even surfing itself um, wasn't, you know, nothing was really happening, um, you know, because I couldn't go outside. I had, you know, horrific um, agoraphobia and uh, I had, um, um, you know, sort of issues that I didn't know names to. And uh, so, um, you know, there was a stage there where all I was really doing was self-medicating and uh, so, you know, even surfing in itself um, was a massive jump um, into um, living a more fulfilling life. Um, but uh, it doesn't the, – the surf is not up every day. So <laughs> you had to find something days, else. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those guys that would, you'd see walking around the block over and over and again and, and uh, on the beach collecting driftwood and, you know, that was about as far as it went. But surfing was certainly a um, – you know, a big, um, a big leap up, um, and that uh, really getting stuck into that uh, coincided with um, sobriety, and uh, so yeah, I was in a fairly good place and in much more of a position to consider uh, that a vocation um, could be possible. So you went from yeah surfing and sobriety to to potting. What was it like to get your hands on the clay and and feel uh, how that incredible. Might be? Um, incredible. Um, you know, I, 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 I left school at, um, I left school at 14. Um, well, I was encouraged to leave with the teachers, um, grabbing hold of my collar and, um, taking me to the front gate. And, uh, um, I started washing cars and then I got a sign writing, um, apprenticeship. But, uh, um, it was around about that time that, um, the mental illness came in um, very strongly. And so when you're, um, you know, up, you know, 20 foot on a, um, we didn't have, um, the rules that you do now on building sites. So it was a splintery a piece of timber on a, a metal um, ladders and you have um, a pot of paint in one hand and a brush in the other so you can't hang on to anything and when your boss comes um, that was a good old day of sort of macho building sites and your boss comes and kicks the um, <coughs> kicks the um, uh, the ladder and then you sort of um, you know show some concern and they go hey What's your problem? Like, you're my problem. <laughs> it is hilarious, actually. I mean, I find I find the whole thing, the the, the mental illness, uh, you know, in itself. I mean, highly humorous at stage. I mean, I, I, I'm very lucky. I 
beautiful father who had, you know, a great passion for the goons and Monty Python. And I related to the, you know, pure stupidity of that and the relation to that in my life. So, yeah. yeah, And the young ones possibly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There was a direct through line, wasn't there, from Blue Bottle and Grit Pipe Thin through to (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was born in Sheffield in England. So, you know, that the English humour, you know, really, uh, it was something, you know, that, that I found. Um, you know, incredible, and, and still to to this day, you know, it's part of a sort of almost cellular um, component of how I see life through those eyes. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating watching this doco, David. Light after dark because it's frantic. Your life is clearly very busy, just you know, churning hey, out I'm, work. I'm, I'm 63 now. You can imagine what it was like 20 years ago. So oh, it makes me tired just thinking about it. But uh, does <laughs> that, that process um, now help with all the mental health, health issues that you're really open about in the film? Does oh, it help you get a handle yeah, well, on it, things? Oh well, it, it, it's it's sort of. I mean, my one of my greatest problems, you know, is 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 an incredibly um, chaotic mind and incredibly. Um, just you know racing mind and you know there was a stage where i was seeking answers which i don't anymore but um you know there was a there was a stage where basically the thing just never stopped 24 hours a day neither did the physicality sort of surrounding it you know i mean i used to have to surf three hours a day i used to have to walk two hours a day um but um you know it was just absurd you know not doing something that was, um, you know, just more purposeful, and so to um, to work um, incredibly hard, um, you know, was not a, a sort of a choice that I really had. Um, you know, it was a saviour. Um, you know, it was a saviour to me. But I was really lucky because, you know, um, I, I didn't really listen much at school, and you know, had all the classic things like ADHD and stuff. So, you know, I spent a lot of time looking out windows. I mean, I was a straight A student. Um, even though I was looking out um, windows until I was about sort of, you know, 13 or 14 and then sort of got a bit darker and, and um, you know, very, very, um, I suppose, you know, I was very sort of judgmental of the whole sort of system that I just didn't think, um, you know, did anything to help, um, you know, or nurture people, you know, whose who's, um, who's sort of approach to things was, was different, you know. I mean, I was just called rebellious. Yeah, a lot of kids, yeah, struggled to find that understanding, didn't they, of what was actually going on in their heads. So, David, and still when, do. And still yeah, do. yeah, that's the tragedy, yeah. isn't it? We haven't learnt enough. But, David, when well, you we're trying now, yeah. at least. That's <laughs> we're true. Trying. Yeah. So, when yeah. you're making this art, which is, you know, often quite kind of pale colours and bright colours and and yes, simple, yes. you know, flowing lines, and people have called it nostalgic because it kind of harks back yeah. to a different style, a former style of of drawing of, of representation is that yeah. pushing back against the dark things that have happened in your life and in your mind or is it that you've come to a place I, of peace I wouldn't I, look I don't do a lot of pushing back you know I'm, I'm not a I'm not a sort of a, I'm not a person that sort of um you know there's people say you know like things like you know does this disappoint you know I'm not a person that necessarily pushes back I'm not necessarily a person um you know that is driven by um you know 
certain um, responses, I suppose, um, you know, I think that that's a waste of time. Whereas, you know, I, I sort of find my own um, rhythm. There, there is absolutely no doubt um, that the immense amount of criticism, you know, that has been pointed at me, um, you know, is like, you know, really I consider myself in those situations Popeye and I and I consider their criticisms as spinach. <laughs> you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a great motivation. Um, and, and, and I have I have very little concern about people I don't know or don't know very well or who I think, um, you know, have things to say that really don't know anything, you know, about me. Um, it probably hurts a little bit more when it's people that you love or you care about um, and, you know, and they're the ones who are judging you. You know, that's not necessarily spinach, but they're certainly the people that I would put in a, um, a sort of I'll show you <laughs> sort of process yep. um, to it. And and in regards to, you know, what it is that I actually um, paint, I mean, I've certainly been in the art scene, you know, like probably about around about 40 years. And, you know, there's sort of conundrum upon conundrum upon conundrum of, you know, who are the tough guys, you know, who are the intellectual guys and girls, you know, who who who's making work out of the truth or who's making work out of, you know, what it is that they consider to be um, commercial. And, I mean, I'm called commercial and yet, you know, I, I sort of break every commercial rule in the book. I paint too much. Um, you know, there's, you know, the narrative um, is often sort of, you know, uplifting. Um, you know, the things that I paint about are not necessarily sort of serious issues in certain people's eyes. So in some ways I'm anti-commercial, whereas a lot of the people, you know, uh, that are collected have, I mean, I'm collected by state galleries and, and things, but, you know, a lot of the people that are very heavily supported by major curators and things like that, I mean, you know, the, 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 the way that they are presented and the edginess that is presented, you know, by those particular piece, you know, by those particular people um, is not always the truth. <laughs> I mean, it's a contrived, um, you know, approach to what it is that, you know, they're portraying and they're being, you know, they're setting themselves up to be a serious artist. Whereas to me, being untrained, I mean, you know, I, I am a nostalgic person. You know, I am a a sort of glorified interior, um, you know, decorator. You know, I mean, I've been in an immense amount of interior magazines, more so than art magazines. It doesn't, it doesn't really bother me that you know my my art is decorative and looks good on the wall. Um, you know, it's that's something uh, that someone else has conjured up. You know that that's something I try and do. <laughs> well, it's interesting, <laughs> it's, isn't it? Like we've we've seen in recent years, you know, people getting famous doing, say, subway drawings or something like that, getting massively yeah. famous on social media. And then there's yeah. these really fascinating conversations when art critics come along and go, "Okay, well, if you're being shown in uh, galleries, I'm going to uh, critique your work as I would with any other artist." And the social media people going, "No, wait, no, I, that's not what this is about." Um, and and yeah, really, really interesting uncovering of different attitudes towards what is art and what is business and how they integrate. Yeah. Do you find that? Um, well, I think the thing is, you know, one of the things that I, you know, with, with such an active mind, I mean, it was incredibly important that I took on, um, you know, a career um, that that wasn't linear, and you know, you know what was good and what was right and what was wrong, um, you know, will never be 
um, uncovered because, you know, one man's meat is another man's poison. And so, you know, when people make a fact, you know, state that in, in factual terms, there is something wrong with that work. I mean, that's not something that you can actually say because, you know, in a sort of postmodern world and, you know, when once you've had, you know, Picasso, then, you know, then you move into, you know, Dadaism and, and, and conceptual work. I mean, you know, all bets are off. And so what is, you know, I mean, years ago it used to be, well, that's not what a sky looks like. And then, you know, you could turn around and say, well, the pure act of just a conceptual thing. I mean, you know, I could turn up and, you know, bring a handful of dust, you know, and throw it in the corner. And, you know, I suppose if I was clever enough, you know, I could put an essay towards it, um, you know, and potentially be, you know, famous that way. I just, I'm just a really sort of basic guy with his paints. <laughs> I don't see a lot of difference between myself and my children. You yeah. know, the joy with what they were, you know, how they work and stuff and the fun that that, that, that they have. And, and hey, I'm extremely commercially um successful that's 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 also another thing you know after after spending sort of you know 10 10 years you know uh, you know so well below the bread line you know with absolutely nothing when i first started making art i mean i had everything i had everything i want you know i just happened to like it so much and do it so well and everything everyone told me wasn't going to work has worked mm. um you know i have a lovely family and you know and, and and you know i'm financially successful and you know i i certainly don't um i don't sort of sit in a room with a you know sort of like a a, a sort of like a whip and whip my back and feel bad about it it's all good as far as i'm concerned and 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 you know the, the, all, all all financial success does you know for me is allow me to do projects and 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 you know produce work and and um you know be a big kid well on the kids thing before we finish up david i was wondering how you balance work and family because you're working 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 all the time but you've got several kids still living at home with you haven't you three or four how do four you balance home, that yeah yeah we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer. Yeah, 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 that's it. To 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 just to 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 then move on to some sort of, you know, any words that would say no. We are we are crazy. We we can't control it. Um, you know, my wife is an integral part of you know my happiness, and and certainly the smartest person in the family, and she can't work it out either. Uh, look, we're destined, you know, to live in a carnival for the rest of our life. And you know what? They're all pretty happy in the carnival, you know, whether that's because they're, you know, of our kin um, or they're used to it, um, you know, but we, you know, we have a pretty fine time. Yeah. No, I know if I could say to my school friends that Dad drove a steamroller over his one of his paintings yesterday, that would be a pretty fun Monday morning. Yeah, David, thank exactly. you. It's been so lovely chatting with you today. Uh, all the for best for the, the film coming out. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye. See ya. David Bromley is an artist and the film Bromley Light After Dark is out on November the 16th. It is directed by Sean McDonald. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. 